Hello, welcome to Bloom Life Planning, Girl's Guide to Money Matters. We are excited to host a weekly podcast where our mission is to motivate, educate, and inspire women to take an active role in their money. Join Michelle Cutter, an attorney, and Shelly Shell, a financial advisor and certified divorce financial analyst, as we have great conversations. Time for a quick disclosure. Shelly Shell is an investment advisor representative with Prism Financial Strategies, which is a registered investment advisor. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education around the financial industry. Hello and welcome to Girls Guides Money Matters, Bloom Life Planning. I'm Shelly Shell. Hi, and I'm Michelle Cutter. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about um, summer vacations and spending and um, just just kind of get into just an open conversation a little bit more around, you know, our habits around the summertime and when it comes to money and our um, choices that we have, kind of some different choices around spending. We've been working on our lifestyle pillar and spending is right in there. And so for me, it's always like, okay, it's springtime. And I'm preparing, my kids are out of school, just happened. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we have so much time, but not, right, for the right. summer. And how do we make the most of it? And But how do we keep that in line with our financial choices and our lifestyle choices, not kind of go crazy this time of year exactly. when we have all this free time? Yeah. And then to boot, we're coming out of, you know, a year where we couldn't travel, right? And now everything's opening up. So and that's what we're talking about today. I love that. And I... I will say that for me, I feel like our summer vacations are really short. The school that we're, my, that my kids are at, the, the school year ends um, about when everybody else ends, but it starts up really early. So I feel mm-hmm. like our summer is very compressed. So I get very anxious. Like I, this is, I have the kids for a short amount of time. I want to squeeze in everything. I want to do this. I want to do that. And so when you're talking about letting it get out of control, I feel I feel that coming, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel that anxiety pushing that button, like just do it all and just, just, just do it all and worry about it later. And I think at the end of the day, if that's the way you go forward with regard to vacations, it takes some of the pleasure out of it when you get that credit card statement at the end Mm -hmm. of the month and you're like, how much did we spend? So let's talk about some good ways in which we can still have fun, enjoy our summers, be with our kids and our families and not break that bank. Yeah. And stay within our, you know, our money profile. You know, you can still be true to who you are um, by thinking ahead a little bit and just, just, you know, knowing when to say, I don't need that again, if that's okay. I mean, cause it is, it's okay sometimes to say, I don't need to do that. I can replace that with something different if I don't want to spend that money exactly. this time. But if you do and you're planning on taking a vacation and we were just talking about, you know, coming out of COVID Mm -hmm. and now many of us have not traveled, we we have, but many haven't. And so they are like itching to go. So if you are one of those people, what are some ways that you can do it wisely and, you know, put that money to work for you? Um, One of the things that I think is really great is use travel points. Um, But the question comes in, well, you get travel points from using credit cards, right? And as you know, we've done um, a whole segment on uh, debtors and how credit cards can be a real crutch. And that's not something we want to get into to create a whole bunch of debt for us. 
But I would say with regard to credit cards where you can earn um, airline miles or credit cards where you can use, you know, major hotel brands have their own credit cards and earn, you can earn lots of good points through those. Um, I would still recommend those if you're able to be super disciplined and pay your balances off at the end of the month. I can share, but personally, my husband and I use one of those credit cards and we try to put as much of our expenses and then our monthly spending on there. And then when the bill comes, we pay that off right away. But we are able to accumulate a ton of travel points doing that. And so I would say if you can be disciplined about paying it off and only putting what you can pay off at the end of the month on a credit card such as those, then I would say, yes, great way to earn free travel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great way. So what's another good way to save? I I would say, Shelly, I mean, I want you to speak to this hotels versus vacation home rentals. Yeah. I mean, vacation home rentals are great way to um, cut back on expenses when you go with groups um, if you're sharing the cost of a house. Um, and I think that's why these, you know, these companies have done so well with rental properties. So, I mean, again, it's what I would go back to first and foremost is what do you want your, like kind of maybe lay out a scenario for what you want your summer time to be with, with your kids and your family. And, and does it include other families or is it kind of one-on-one and, and do you put, do you take a hotel vacation and then you have a, um, a vacation home rental, like, you know, or one of, couple of those and then a camping trip, like throw three different things in to get some variation for both um, experience and expense. That's a, a kind of a way to look at that too. But vacation homes, a great way to go because like I said, you are able to bring multifamilies into a house and cut the cost down. And then of course you're eating in, you have a kitchen. Um, so, and I'll go back to my experience is I like all of three of those. So when I say, how do I budget for my summer vacation? How do I think about how I want to spend? I'm going to include all of those in because they have a different dynamic of both experience, as I mentioned, as well as price tag. And something may fit for you one year that may not fit another and that you may have to plan a little longer for, you know, that that certain hotel vacation that you want. And then you spend your points all year or you build up your points all year to create that vacation maybe next year at that specific hotel. And so consider those vacation home rentals in unique places, maybe that you'd never even thought about before, where there aren't these hotels also that. And maybe might you be. can get a more authentic experience. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine just got back from Costa Rica and they do a home rental there. And gosh, you know, these pictures were absolutely incredible. And I think the immersion that you can get from doing a home mm-hmm. vacation rental versus a hotel is an entirely different experience. Um, I, I'll say personally for me, you know, we tend to do more hotel vacations because it's just easier. I don't feel like I have to plan as much around as I would if I were renting a home and then having to kind of figure out, okay, now where, where do we go? What do we do? The, the activities are easier to plan. I feel like when you're at a hotel, but the immersion experience is, I think, more authentic when you're doing a home rental. And I think that's a really good point. And that goes back to who are you, you know, at your core and what's your, what is your family like and what did they like better? And then, you know, you get to decide how to structure that 
vacation time this summer um, between the two to please multiple personalities in your family too. And of course I get, you know, where Michelle's coming from too, when you go to a hotel, I don't have to cook every night. Right. (laughs) But I'm on vacation. But I also realize when I do the home rentals is that takeout is wonderful. And of course we have mastered that in the Mm -hmm. last year, right? Everybody like, (laughs) I feel like takeout has become this like far better experience than um prior than prior by far by by far our favorite mexican restaurant has master takeout and i can tell you before covid this is just a little um positive note on covid is they were not that good at takeout and now they've mastered it so i'm just saying think about um yeah back to the vacation home rental i think it's a great idea Uh, again it all comes back to how much you want to spend what you want the experience to be and you know, there's so many choices when you're looking at an area to go va- visit that that you're just opening up your financial resources to many opportunities by not just thinking of one solution, which is a hotel, which is typically the most expensive, mm-hmm. which is fine. But again, that's what we're here to offer you is options and thoughts, thinking around that. Yeah. Anything else? So, so there's camping, there's you know, um, you can rent RVs, you can rent campers. That's a huge thing here where we live in Colorado, renting campers. It's huge. Everybody, you know, one thing we did is, um, we did a glamp. I'll tell you, for those who don't know me personally, I am not a camper, but (laughs) I also feel super guilty about, you know, withholding that experience for my kids. Mm. So we, I, I put this trip together where we went glamping and it was, I, I will say that the kids had a great time. I think my husband had a good time. I, I did it. <laughs> That's as far as I'll go. Your, your guilt is, you feel better about the I guilt, feel, right? It's gone. I, yes, Hopefully exactly. It's gone. But that's another option. It's, it, there's so many different ways in which you can get, and I guess experience, you know, vacations really are mm-hmm. about building those memories and the experience. And so diversifying these, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Shelly, I think that's such a good idea. And then maybe that will stretch your dollars yeah. and it will still create all these fantastic memories. And I mean, of course, my brain always thinks it's diversification because I'm, you know, help people manage money for a living. And we're always talking about diversification, but this is everything in our life is about balance and creating a diverse experience, opportunities, creating, creating diversity. Right. And, and this just goes hand in hand. And and I know for me that the task of my kids are off school for two months and I want to make this a great experience for them and for us. And I don't, I, you know, working, I can only do so much Mm -hmm. flex of time. And so really stepping back and having these conversations uh, together or with other friends of yours, like Michelle and I have, and saying, hey, what are you doing this summer? What kind of ideas can you come up with? Because I don't have to do it all, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't all have to be on me. And of course, there's wonderful online references as well. Oh, so but, many. but I find more of a connection personally talking, shocker, Um, you know, to my, to people that I'm close to or people that I can, you know, you know, just even at school, Hey, what are you guys doing this summer? Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. So things to think about as we're moving on here, but I love all that. So I just want to ask you a quick question about, so if, how do you determine, you know, talking about vacation home rentals, how do you determine if owning something like that and as an investment property is right for you? And is that a good investment? 
You know, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, obviously I'm kind of, we're segueing off of going on a vacation, going and renting a vacation home. Right. So can you own your own? Of course. Like, so just having an, any investment takes a lot of diligence and thought process around anything you're going to invest your money in just like a property. Um, and there's so many pros and cons to that. And it really will come back to how it aligns with you personally, your financial resources and how much time you want to put into that. Because you know, speaking ex- from experience, I have my own um, rental property and it's a lot of work, um, but there's a lot of benefits there too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in this incredible real estate market that we're in, it's crazy high so cost. Crazy. Um, it's something that you're going to want to think really long and hard about, but certainly has its pros and cons. And it's like everything I'm going to say, every time we talk about anything that has to do with investments, it's all going to be based on your you know, big picture planning and determining how something like an investment property, for example, fits into your goals, your wants, your resources, and your plans for your life experience, how much work you want to spend. Do you want to buy, is it possible to buy something that needs renovation and you're going to do that work yourself? How much that time is going to take over? Um, And then what can you turn it into? Is it something you can use as a vacation property or is it a full-time rental for example there's so many things that that can play out to that and we're going to get into some of those specific investment areas um, in a future podcast where we just talk about real estate as an investment for example and the different ways you can invest in that um, but I think that's a great question Michelle and yeah I mean again if that's something that's piqued your interest by all means it's something that you should you should explore and and like anything else, any other investment, doing your research and, and really looking at the big picture is the way to start. And I, you mentioned this crazy real estate market. I, you know, in a future podcast very soon, I'd like to bring in a real estate expert to talk to us about, is this a good time? Because it's a question for me. Is this a good time to buy considering that prices have gone up so much? The inventory is so low. It's become so competitive. And is that true everywhere? Is it really just pockets of the country? Right. And That's, then how, what about the low interest rates? Is it all just a wash? So I'd like to pursue those questions um, in a very, you know, sh- shortly coming up podcast. Yeah. But anyway, so let's get back with um, our travel plans. And I just want to jump back really quick with regard to airlines. And this is always just a big thing for me because we're a family of five. And so travel on airlines always ends up being expensive. Mm. And so the, you know, do you shop around and jump from one airline to another to always find the best deal? Or is it better to stick with one airline if you can get to a level where you have some um, status? And then what's the cost benefit there? So if you're paying a little bit more for the airline tickets, but you're able to maintain your status with that airline and get all kinds of benefits. Like, for instance, we get um, f- seat upgrades free for the entire family. Are you coupling that with your card that you use? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to clarify and make sure I understood that. Okay. Yes. And so you're so- keeping that in the family, the credit card, the airline, the hotels, they're within a family. Absolutely. Of, okay. Because because the, the benefits don't just end with accumulating miles. Mm-hmm. There are more, right? Because once we can earn status with your flights, then you are able to get free 
uh, seat upgrades, you are able to get free bag baggage. You don't have to pay those baggage fees. Um, and so you got to consider what the cost would be for those additional upgrades versus the price of the ticket and determine what's best for you should you jump around and always search for the lowest price or should you stick with one airline, even though sometimes you might pay a little bit more to maintain that status and maintain those benefits. And so I will say for for my family, it has always worked out to our benefit to stick with that one airline, the one card and um, swallow those little higher prices at times for the benefit that we get by sticking with that one hotel or one airline. That's great. That's a great um, tip. Great tip. And then just, I guess, to wrap it up, I would say that, um, you know, going back to where we started, vacations can get very much out of control in terms of spending because we're on vacation. I don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. I want to do what I want. I want my kids to enjoy themselves. I want to get my massages and I want to get a cabana at the pool and I want to do all those things. Um, but, again, but as long as you're investing the um, savings from the, I'm just joking. No, right. But that's the <laughs> you're point. You're thinking ahead. Right? That's yeah. the point yeah, is that you've got to plan it out, right? Yeah. So be smart about it. Set a budget. Um, decide in advance how much it is you want to spend mm-hmm. and then keep your spending within that, in that budget so that you don't have vacation remorse. I think that's a thing. And you don't feel, um, excuse me, you don't feel when you're on vacation that you're giving up what you want it to be like mm-hmm. and you're right. The experience. That experience. Yeah. The other thing I'll piggyback on, cause those are, that's Those are great tips, Michelle, is that make sure, have a conversation with your kids. If you, if you're taking your kids with you on this vacation about the expectations also, and kind of, you know, what this trip looks like for them and the experiences they can have that aren't all about, um, you know, cost, and, or, you know, things Spending. that you have to purchase. There. Yeah. Yeah. So because there's so many activities everywhere we look in this country and there's magazines that put out, um, free opportunities or really low cost experiences that you can do even when you go on vacation, which is a great way, as Michelle said, to immerse yourself in the culture, no matter where you are, even if you're at a hotel. Absolutely. Yes. And, and I love that what you just said, Shelly, is to set expectations for your kids in that they understand that they are privileged to be able to do these things mm-hmm. and that what, okay, we're going to, we're going to take this trip and this is what we're going to try to get out of it. Mm-hmm. The family experience, the time together, you know, putting electronics aside, going to see something new experience, you know, set those expectations with your kids. I, I love that. I think that is just, I think that's a way for your kids to be able to see why you're doing what you're doing and then, you know, really live up to that as a family. And they learn from us. Like, and we teach them and then we learn from them, right? I love that circle. Mm -hmm. So follow us on our Facebook page, um, Bloom Life Planning. And tell us what you're doing this summer. Give us your tips. Like, um, share with us on our Facebook page ideas you have or, you know, creative ways that you're getting out there this summer and living within your lifestyle choices and not stretching yourself beyond your, you know, comfort level, but still experiencing life and having fun and adventure and getting out there. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for listening. Um, please come, uh, continue to listen to us on our podcast. We'll continue to put out some interesting uh, content for you and we look forward to hearing from you. So thank you so much. Talk to you soon. 
This platform is solely for informational purposes. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where PRISM Financial Strategies and its representatives are property licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by PRISM Financial Strategies unless a client service agreement is in place. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Past performance is no guarantee of future returns. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. The information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Listeners should not act or refrain from acting on the basis of information contained in this podcast without first seeking legal advice from counsel in their relevant jurisdiction. Use of and access to this podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship between the listener and Bloom Life Planning, its writers, creators, hosts, contributors, guests, or any other affiliates. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the content of this podcast are hereby expressly disclaimed.